Hi, this is Randall Dobbins with Business Partner Blueprint, welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate clients. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. The title of our episode for today's podcast is The Failure Opportunity. And this one's very interesting. This one actually came from um, a person that asked me, you know, what's your biggest fail at a trade show? And contrary to the belief that you may have or some others listening may have around, you know, Randall, I, we, we've heard you talk about your background. You've been at the the highest in the game with uh, corporate procurement, both as a buyer and a seller. And as your your company with Dobbins International, you've done well. So what, what, what can you actually teach me about failure? And so I'll tell you what 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 uh, what what I've come to learn you know, you can't have success without knowing failure. You can't have good times with knowing bad times. If you've never been through bad times, if you've never been through failure, you wouldn't know what good times are and you wouldn't know what success was. So you can't really have a full appreciation for success without having known for failure. If all you've ever had were successes, then you just all of a sudden believe that, you, you know, um, um, that's just the way it's supposed to be. And like, yes, that is the way it's supposed to be. However, you know that from having failed. <laughs> so failure, of course, is the best teacher. And so I'll share with you a huge failure that I had. And it was recent. It was in uh, November of 2017 at the National Minority Supplier Development Council's annual uh, conference and business expo. And I actually decided I'm going to go into the exhibit hall and meet some folks. And it's it's one of those classic. A friend of mine was reviewing some material and he said he loved the material because uh, and and he said it was good whether you were just starting in your business or if you've been in your business for a long time, because it 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 grounds you in the basics of, you know, what you really need to, to do for sustained, continued success. And so sure enough, that the, the lesson just hit home at this particular trade fair. Uh, you, you know the routine. Uh, be prepared. Set up your meetings beforehand. Get a, get a handful of companies that uh, for whom you've done your homework on, uh, for whom you've read their press releases, for whom you know their current priorities, and uh, for whom you think uh, you really and truly can make a difference for them right now based on what you understand their priorities to be. And of course, you know, approach them seeking to understand, not be understood. Uh, it really and truly is more about them sharing with you their needs. Um, you you recapping that you understood exactly what this that they said, and then you asking for an opportunity to share with them how you think you can support them, how you can help them. So needless to say, this is not how the day went for me. I got to tell you this story, just kind of draw a picture for you. So one of the issues I had was one of the companies that I was supposed to meet, they did not have a booth on the main floor. They actually had a booth at a, a satellite location, which I did not know. So I'm looking for their booth and sure enough, I can't find it. I'm talking to some people that I do know that are hosting booths and they said, no, we, we hadn't seen their booth. And just as I'm getting ready for a confirmed meeting on the on the exhibit hall floor, 
uh, my phone rings. I knew who the call was from because I put a call in to say, you know, hey, where is your company's booth and who's hosting and so forth and so on. This person gets the message. They find the person at the booth and the person calls me. So it's an expected call, but they call me just as I'm getting ready to uh, walk into the meeting with the other company. It's like mistake number one, never take a phone call while you're at a prospective client's booth. It's the highest form of disrespect. And it's like, oh man, how did I do that? Why did I do that? And it's like, in my mind, I'm thinking I can, um, you know, pull both of them off and make it seamless. It's like, no, no, no. And I could just see the look in the woman's eye that was, um, that was, uh, taking me to her boss. It was, it was like, I just, you know, under the category, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. I could just see the look in her eye. It was like, oh, this is this is sad. You, you dude, you, you it's like, do you not know any better? And it's like, oh, oh, okay, all right. And I tried to make it up to her later on in the day, but she was having no part of it. She's like, look, <laughs> you've already proved to me that we are not serious to you. And it's like, oh, oh. I, I haven't given up on her. You know, eventually we're gonna run into uh each other and I'm gonna recover from that. But it was huge. It, it was just ugly. It's like, oh, okay, all right. And I should know better. I have been hosting these booths for uh, different companies as a as a as a buyer. When I was in procurement, I've hosted them as a seller. I, you know, when I did the corporate work for for uh, my company, Dobbins International, I'm like, this is just stuff I know. But sometimes, you know, you just you know lose lose your way from the basics, and that just was ugly. That was a major fail. But it gets worse. So of course. Uh, I ended up um, having, um, didn't really think through everything that I was going to need for just the trade fair because it was the combination trade fair and convention or uh, annual meeting. And so I have my backpack with me and I just have way too much stuff in my backpack. I probably would have thought I was carrying a, a six or seven year old with about 35 or 45 or 50 pounds in my backpack. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit. It was heavy. It was heavy enough that uh, as I was walking around, I got short of breath. And so I get to a booth. I start talking to to someone and it was the wrong company. <laughs> it was the wrong. It turns out I was trying to go to the General Motors booth, but I was I, I was at the uh, um, uh, uh, FC1, Fiat Chrysler booth. And it's like, I'm talking to the folks and say, you know, hey, I sent the CEO uh, a message to your CEO as part of my outreach talking about corporations supporting diversity and inclusion and extending that to the supply base. And he goes, uh, you, you got the wrong booth. And I'm sitting, I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm like, no, this is General Motors. I remember this being the one when I walked in the door and he goes, no, 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 this this is um, uh, uh, Fiat Chrysler. G GM is next over. And I'm like, Oh, man. So then I'm like, okay, since I got this person here, let me see if I can't transition this and uh, talk about, once again, what it, what it was I wanted to talk with him about. And he wasn't having any part of it either. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, for two. <laughs> so he uh, says, you need to talk to one of my other people over there and this, that, and the other. But it was like, once again, uh, I blew the opportunity to uh, make a good first impression. And he actually was nice enough to say, hey, you, you know, you're breathing awfully hard here. You had a little sweat across your forehead. Do you need some time 
Uh, it's like, oh, okay, I wasn't even ready to talk to anybody at that point. You know, note to self, uh, get rid of or unload the backpack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or at least make sure it's, it's, it's not so heavy. So then, um, I ended up by the time the day was, uh, said and done, um, walking up and down the uh, aisles, trying to see whether or not, you know, there were people that I knew or, or some, some opportunities that might just befall themselves. But it was obvious that this had actually been a wasted day, that the day really and truly was a complete failure. Not because no one took me seriously or not because I didn't have anything that I could um, bring to the table. It was more of I just didn't come prepared. It really and truly is just that simple. I was not prepared for that event. Now, that's what I had to deal with um, during the day of the event. But something more significant occurred to me after the event. Because I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that my target customers are actually people like you. My target customers are small to medium business owners that are looking to land corporate contracts. Corporations are not my target customer. Corporations are the primary beneficiary of what I do because, you know, once I work with you and get you to that point that you are just bringing massive, massive, massive innovation um, at a value that corporations can't walk away from, then they're going to get the improvement in their cost structure and in their business model that they're hoping that your company and companies like you can bring. So while they are a beneficiary, they are not my target customer. And at some point down the road, I'll probably need to re-engage them about uh, sponsorships and other kinds of things. But right now, I want to maintain our independence. The only thing that they can really offer for, for us at this point is some general information uh, confirming their needs in the marketplace and confirming that some of the things that we are seeing with regard to the gap uh, regarding the offering of diverse suppliers versus the needs that they have, you know, once they confirm that that is indeed what they're observing, then, you know, that'll, that'll be confirmation that the material that we're providing is exactly what needs to be made available. And so far we have that confirmation. We've had that confirmation for some time now and it's, it's unchanged. So um, the gap exists primarily because there's a skills and knowledge gap within the diverse supplier community as well there's a greater demand for corporations to make real opportunities available. So, and, and that's continually being worked as well. But here was the huge failure. If you don't take anything else away from this, I want you to take this away from, from, this, uh, from today's episode. The biggest failure isn't that um, I show disrespect for the uh, client by taking a phone call. The biggest failure is not that um, I mistake, mis mistook one company for another company, went to the wrong booth. The mistake is the, the success, uh, the, the failure is not the mistake I made around uh, walking up and down the, the aisles uh, aimlessly uh, looking to see whether or not I can create opportunity. 
the failure surrounded the mistake of being unclear on my target customer. Now, let, let me kind of walk you through this. There are some three to 5,000 different minority business owners. And in this case, for the National Minority Supplier Development Council, minority includes women. Uh, and that differentiate, differentiates it from the uh, Women Business Enterprise Networking Council, uh, WBENC, which is f just focused on women. But uh, NMSDC is minorities and, and women. And um, you can kind of figure out how, how inclusive that is. But there was a group of women that didn't identify themselves as minorities. So that's why they carve out with a WBENC. And that's a great organization. It, it really and truly is. Uh, NMSDC is a great organization. WBENC is a great organization. Um, there's, there's another organization that focuses uh, clearly on the disabled. Um, UBLN. Yeah. Um, fantastic organization. There's a number of them out there that do fantastic advocacy work on behalf of diverse suppliers. The issue that I ran into is that the vast majority of the MBEs going to this, this event were looking to sell. They were looking to sell their products and services to corporations. So they weren't necessarily looking to purchase. Now, once again, my target is companies like yours, uh, small to medium business owners looking to get into the door of large corporations and uh, break the uh, supplier glass ceiling. So you going to that event would have been looking for opportunities to, to actually sell product and get a new customer you would be open to potentially looking for uh, some competitive differentiation through strategic alliance or looking at partners or uh, looking at an opportunity to improve some skills. But that wasn't your primary reason for going. So if I found you at the event and started having this conversation with you, that was going to be a huge mind shift for you to switch from, you know, I'm here to look for an opportunity for my company with, with a large corporation um, and so um, you, you would have to get into a different mindset to say, well, OK, Randall, I, I, I know your company helps me with partnering. But once I understand what the opportunities are, then I will start thinking about what a strategic alliance partner can do for me. And so in that, I realized I had picked the wrong conference and I had gone about being there in the wrong way. That really and truly was my failure. You will see me at these conferences, but more than likely I'll have a booth and uh, people will be able to come up and understand a, a good sense of, uh, they'll have a better sense of what we do, how we do it, and why we're positioned there. But it's highly unlikely that you'll see me walking the trade floor um, talking to large, uh, large companies unless these are people that I'm looking to offer some type of development program for that they'd want to do it through our company. That would be a custom, something that some of them have talked to us about, but I don't know that we've necessarily explored whether or not that's something we want to do just yet. And then that's a topic for another conversation. Um, by the time they get to that point, we're so way down into the funnel that uh, those opportunities aren't just for everyone. 
And so um, that's a different conversation regarding our mission. But my huge failure and what I want you to take away from this is when you are picking trade shows and trade fairs, make sure that uh, they are the ones that are for your industry and with the companies that you want to see. You may have to ask yourself, am I better off going to an association conference uh, versus some uh, large um, um, um uh, some 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 larger generic conference like you know would I how well served am I going to a chamber of commerce conference versus a manufacturing conference or an industry specific con- conference in the utility space uh, EEI Edison Electric Institute that's a phenomenal conference if you're looking to sell into the uh, electrical utility space it's a huge conference for them chemical manufacturers great conf- uh, conference for them you have to really think through. Where are the conferences that make the most sense for what I'm trying to sell? In which case, that makes a huge difference as to whether or not your target customers are there. And then if I'm going to make use of the broader trade fairs and trade shows, then um, how, how precise do I need to be with which companies are there in order for me to approach or that I need to approach? So, once again, as I said... Um, the failure opportunity, my failure to effectively recognize that, that, uh, my target customer really and truly was not at the National Minority Supplier Development Council's trade, trade show created a huge opportunity for me to start thinking through, uh, a more precise and better way to approach you company like yours, companies like yours, and uh, what do I need to bring to events when I'm talking to you all? So um, there you have it. Yes, I have failed and I had a massive failure recently and it brought about a huge growth that's really and truly made all the difference for, uh, for my business. I'm really and truly about making sure you get that corporate contracting opportunity that makes the difference in uh, in your business, that's what I do. That's who that's who we are, and uh, it, it's it's a fantastic mission for us to be a part of to create opportunities like this to help companies like yours get these opportunities. Uh, companies like yours around the world. This is exciting for us. This is good work, and and it's so 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 needed. We are not interested in working with. Or let me be more precise. I'm not interested in working with one, two, or three, or five, or ten clients uh, per year. I'm interested in working with as many companies as we have because the need for diverse suppliers is huge. So we're trying to get the message out. We're trying to help people to advance the cause. Uh, we do work with some folks on a selective basis, but we're not cherry picking. We're 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 putting the information out there that people need. And we believe that once you have great information, um, that you have the business wherewithal to do what needs to be done to get things across the finish line. And when you uh, run into an issue, then, you know, we're going to be there to help you. (laughs) That's it for today. This is Randall. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.